The month of Eeyore is a very special month. It's the only month in the year that every single day has a unique mitzvah, and that is the mitzvah of counting the Omer. The entire month, from the first day of Eeyore until the last day of Eeyore, is blessed with the mitzvah of Sefirat HaOmer, the counting of the Omer. Let us look into the verse where the Torah talks about the mitzvah, page 684, chapter number 23, verse number 15. It says as follows, Usafartem lochem, you shall count to yourselves, mimocharas ha-shabbos, from the morning after Shabbos, miyoim haviachem, es oimer ha from the morning after Shabbos, from the day that you offer the Omer, which is a sacrifice of barley. On that day you shall begin counting seven weeks. Sheva Shabbosois Tamimois, complete weeks. Tiena. It shall be for you. Ad Bemokras Shabbos Ashviz until the morning after the Shabbos of the seventh week. You shall count 50 days. And you shall bring a new mincha meal offering to Almighty God. Let us focus on verse number 15. Number one. You shall count to yourselves. Why must it say yourselves? Count. The mitzvahs count. Why to yourselves? Number two. When shall you count? From the morning after Shabbos. Now in truth, when do we count the Omer? The second day of Passover. It should have said, The morning after Passover, not the morning after Shabbos. And we know the Talmud says that the Baitusim basically learned from this that we should always begin Omer, the counting of the Omer, Sunday, the day after Shabbos, Saturday night, Yet the halach is, no, it's always the second day of Passover. So why does the Torah write this ambiguous statement, make it so confusing? It should have simply said, you shall count to yourself the morning after Pesach. And then it goes on to say, Sheva You shall count seven complete weeks. What would be if it says seven weeks? It must add the word complete. Furthermore, the word usufaitem, you shall count, there are many words in the Torah that can be used to express this idea of counting. Why does the Torah choose the word usufaitem, that individual word, that unique word, which is not normally used to represent the mitzvah of counting? To understand all of these things and apply it to our daily life, what is the mitzvah of counting the Omer? It started when the Jewish people were in Egypt. And Moses told them, you should know, I am taking you out of Egypt, but I'm not simply going to make you free, emancipate you, and let you run wild and do what you want. On the contrary, we have a mission, we have a purpose. 
I am taking you out of Egypt so that you will become God's people. And you are going to receive the Torah from God on Sinai. When the Jewish people heard this, they got very excited. Wow, we're going to get a Torah from God on Sinai. This gift is priceless. And so they began to count already from day number one, anticipating and awaiting with pining and tremendous anticipation, this momentous moment when God was going to come down on Sinai and give them the Torah. They were very excited. And so they began to count. When God saw that the Jewish people counted in their excitement and anticipation and awaiting for the Torah, He said, I'm going to give you a mitzvah. I'm going to make this into a commandment to show you my love to you and my appreciation, how you awaited every day and accounted every day for the receiving of the Torah. We're going to make it a yearly mitzvah. You'll count the Omer, you'll count every day from Passover until the holiday of Shavuot, again, when we receive the Torah on Sinai every year anew, a new revelation on Sinai, a new inspiration on Sinai. Once again, God recommits himself to giving us the Torah. He recommits himself to making us his people. Now, when we left Egypt, there was one problem. We ran out of Egypt. Kibarach ha'am. Why did we run out of Egypt? We ran out of Egypt because half of us wanted to stay, and half of us wanted to go. In other words, you have within yourself, you have a godly soul and the animal soul. The godly soul wanted to leave Egypt because it wanted to be more godly. He wanted to get the Torah. The animal soul enjoyed Egypt. They enjoyed the food. They enjoyed the dining. They enjoyed the sports. They enjoyed the museums. They enjoyed the culture. They did not want to leave Egypt. So now we have a problem here. We're schizophrenic. We're half here and half there. So because of this, the mitzvah of Sviyat Omer is all about refining our animal soul. In other words, the godly soul left Egypt. The animal soul was left in Egypt. And now for the next 49 days, we need to begin to elevate and transform the animal soul. The Kabbalah says that the Jewish people in the land of Egypt fell and sunk 49 levels of impurity. And one more minute, they would have fallen even further, it would have been too late. We would have been lost forever. So God took us out at that moment, the last moment possible, when he could still salvage the Jewish people. And now for 49 days, we count and we refine 49 levels of our midos, of our emotions, of our our attributes, to become ready and prepared and deservant of receiving this gift, this Torah from Almighty God. We now refine our vessels, so the vessels will be clean to receive this new inspiration, this new Torah. You don't put delicious steak on a dirty plate. You first wash off the plate, and then you put on a steak. We need to first wash 
and scour our spiritual vessels, and then we become ready and worthy to receive this new light. In words of Chassidus, when we left Mitzrayim, this was called Iskafia. And now at Shavuot, it was Ishapcha. Iskafia means to curtail and subjugate the animal soul, to push away the evil, not to do it. And then there's a higher level to transform that energy and use that passion to serve God. And that is really the objective of these 49 days, to channel that desire for worldly things and now use that same passion and excitement for godly things. So we begin what we call Milmata Lamaila, ground zero, bottom up, day by day, detail by detail, inch by inch, mile by mile, to work on ourselves, to refine ourselves, to be ready to receive the Torah on Sinai. So on one hand, we're going up the ladder. Day one, day two, day three, and we continue to refine ourselves every day. Now it's interesting to note when we say the Sphira each night, we don't simply say, for example, tonight is the 20th night of the Omer. We say 20 days of the Omer. Why? Because we are not only elevating the 20th day, but we have with us all the previous 19 days and the 20th day. So we are building and we are going climbing higher on this ladder each day, taking the previous merits, the previous accomplishments, and we are adding to it. It's not that we forget about yesterday and now is a new day. No, in addition to yesterday, in addition to the day before, we now climb higher and higher and yet higher. We do this for 49 days. This is a gift that God has given us. That in 49 days you can change your life. In 49 days you can be totally transformed. It's a metamorphism. And this is a blessing and a gift that God gives us at this time of year that you can change into anything you want to become. All you have to do is want. If you want, then you can do it. This is the blessing and this is the objective of the Sfirat to Omer, the counting of the Omer. So on one hand, you're going up the ladder. On the other hand, there is a light, an energy from above to below. And that already started the night that we left Egypt. It says in the Torah, and we read this in the Haggadah every year, that God came down to Egypt. He took us out. It says in the Haggadah, the words, Ad It's a mouthful. It's a full run-on sentence. It says, until there was the revelation of the king of all kings, of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, the Holy One, blessed be his name, in his honor and his essence, came down and he took us out of Egypt. What does that mean? It was a revelation of God beyond nature. A revelation of God that in Kabbalah we call this before the tzimtzum, before the contraction of light, before the creation of the universe. This was the level of godliness that appeared to us in Egypt to pull us out of this dark and cold place. 
That's what happened. The night of Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim, the night of going out of Egypt. And this is the blessing and the energy that we are receiving from above to be able to work on ourselves. So we're not here alone. We're not doing this on our own. No, we have a unique power, a unique light, which is a light that precedes creation. It's beyond the black hole. It's beyond the Big Bang. It's beyond all of creation. This is the light that we are given, the energy that we are given, and the gift that we are given to work with ourselves to be able to refine ourselves. And this is hinted in the fact that on the first day of the Svira, we say, Hayoim Yoim Echad Laomer. We say it's day one of the Omer. The word Echad. Now, there are many words that could express one. We could have said, Hayom Rishon Laomer. We don't say Rishon. Echad alludes to Hashem Echad, the one God. That today we have the, the, the level and the essence of God that is Echad, one beyond time and space. And it alludes to the level of Keser, God's crown, which begins now to go down lower and lower and lower to affect us and our surroundings. This power of this energy is so great that not only does it have the ability to channel change for the intellect or spiritual things, but this power, this channel is so great that it has the ability to transform our emotions, not only our emotions, but even the physical, everyday world, and the darkest places in the world, the places that we don't want to go to, that we're afraid to enter, those skeletons in the closet, this is what God says, I went down to Egypt. I went down to Egypt. Egypt was known and classified as Ervat Ha'aretz, the most promiscuous, dark, dirty place in the entire universe. And over there, God came down and he pulled us out. And that's why, through these 49 days, we have the ability to transform not only our intellect, not only our emotion, but the lowest levels of physicality and hedonism can also be transformed on these days. And that is why we say, You shall count to yourselves. In the plural, or could have said, You shall count to yourself. Why yourselves? Because we have many selves. We have many layers. We have many different emotions. Every attribute of ourselves can and will be reformed and transformed. Furthermore, we say, You shall count. The word safira comes from the word even sapir, sapphire stone, which is a stone that gives off light. That your lochem, your essence, yourself shall be light, shall be transformed. The darkness shall become light. Each one of us, every part of us, has the capacity that every detail, every emotion, every attribute, every molecule in our body can be used for light, can be transformed to be positive and good and giving. And this is again the, the blessing of the Omer. We start the day after Passover. We finish the day before Shavuot, which is the fifth day of Sivan. 
because the Torah is given on the 6th of Sivan, the day after. On the 5th day of Sivan, we said the famous statement, We all said, the Jewish people said, we will do first and then we will listen. Then we will try to understand the Torah. As human beings, it's impossible for a finite mind to comprehend an infinite wisdom, an infinite God. So the only way we can really communicate with God, and the only way that we can really be aligned with godliness, is through action. We will do. And to understand why we are doing these things takes many years, many light years, could be thousands of years, could be millions of years, until we begin to really understand the depth of every single mitzvah that God gave us. But we know that God is a loving Father. We know that God cares about us. He would only do things that benefit us. So we have to trust Him. That's faith. The faith is not, I believe there's a God. Anyone who is logical understands there has to be a God. Nothing comes from nothing. In other words, there has to be ex nihilo. If we see a world, it came from something. You didn't come from nothing. You came from parents. Nobody came from nothing. So there is a cause and an effect that you don't need faith for. Faith is that God is giving me the mitzvahs. And I believe that each mitzvah is good, even though it's challenging, even though sometimes it's hard, even though it's illogical. Nasev and Ishma we will do first, and then we will listen. Eventually, we will understand every mitzvah, even those mitzvahs that are called statutes, which are supra-rational, which are beyond logic, even they have logic. So we said this on the fifth day of Sivan, the day right before Shavuot, after refining ourselves for 49 days, we got to this level to say, God, okay, I agree. I will do everything unconditionally in your Torah. The next day, what does God say? He comes down onto the mountain. He appears to us. We all see him. We don't have to believe in him anymore. We all see eye contact. God comes down to the mountain. There's no question this is God. Every Jew saw God. And God says, Anoichi Hashem Elikecha. I am God, your Lord. Asher Who took you out of the land of Egypt. There's a classical question. God introduces himself now for the first time face to face with his people, with his children. What does he say? I am God, your Lord, that took you out of Egypt. Why not say, I am God, your Lord, that created this amazing universe and all the galaxies and all the stars of the heavens? Isn't that a greater feat? Isn't that a greater miracle? I took you out of Egypt. Okay, there are many countries, many nations. People have gone and roamed from place to place. What's the big deal? Okay, he was stronger than Pharaoh. He took us out of Egypt. But in truth, it's more than that. God created the world through nature. But yet, he took us out of Egypt beyond nature. As we said earlier, God, the king of all kings, blessed be his name, came down to Egypt. His true honor and his true glory and his true essence, which is a level of godliness beyond creation, beyond the contraction, beyond tzimtzum. 
a level of God that is totally infinite and supra-rational. This is the God that took us out of Egypt. So this is a greater revelation than creation. It's a greater manifestation than creating the sun and the moon. And therefore God says, you should know, I'm here, not only within nature, but I'm here beyond nature. And therefore you have the power to change your nature. Because I am giving you now a light and I am channeling you an energy that is beyond your everyday physical reality. And that is why the verse says, you shall begin to count the morning after Shabbos. Shabbos is the seventh day of the week. Now, it's true. Shabbos is the holiest day of the week. It's the most spiritual day of the week. But it's still the seventh day of the week. It's part of the week. It's part of the natural order of creation. Says the Torah, you should know, that the power of transformation, the power of the Sphira, the power of counting the Omer, that you have in your hands, is Mimocharas HaShabbos. It's higher than the Shabbos. It's the day after Shabbos. It's beyond nature. So when you ask yourself, I can't do it. There's no way I can change. There's no way I can be better. I'm already 99 years old. This is who I am. Take it or leave it. God says, we're not talking about nature here. We're talking about Mimorachas HaShabbos. We're talking about the morning after Shabbos. We're talking about God who supersedes creation. This is what you have right now. Take the button and push it. Make the sphira. Say the blessing. And activate this infinite light. And the verse goes on to say, Tamimois. It has to be complete weeks, 24 hour days. And in Halacha, in Jewish law, it says that you should count the Omer as soon as possible, at the beginning of the night. Don't wait till midnight or 2 o'clock in the morning. Right away, count the Omer. Don't even eat dinner before you count the Omer. It should be a complete day, a 24 hour day. Because the day on the Jewish calendar starts from night and then it becomes day. Because this indicates that the power of the counting of the Omer is so powerful that it has the capacity to influence the night, to bring light, Sfirah, into the night. Not only that, it can transform the night into day. That's why we start first night, then we move on to the day. Because the objective is to make night into day. How? Because we have the power and the light and the energy which is higher than the Shabbos. So this is the mitzvah of Asfirat Omer in a nutshell. And this gift is given to every single one of us. So therefore, make sure tonight you count the Asfirat and not only to read the words but also to meditate upon the deeper meaning behind the words. And that is we can change. We could be a light. We could be the sun, not only for ourselves, not only for our family, but for the entire world. And we hope and pray as we say in the blessing of the Sviata Omer, that very soon God should return to us, the third holy temple, where once again we'll be able to truly bring the carbon Omer, this sacrifice, with the coming of Mashiach speedily in our days. Amen.